1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: And good morning and congratulations. We made it to December where we have lots of outdoor activities. And I got to tell you, some of the best November and December weather I can remember in a long time. At least for some of the activities, including saltwater fishing Catching those freshwater bass and brim, uh, white perch, uh, also the deer hunters out right now, small games in full force. Uh, Duck season, this weekend we're wrapping up only the first of three splits. It'll be closed for a couple of weeks. You can get back out there and doing it. How's your hunting season going? Well, you can compare it with our field reporters. We'll be talking to them, getting live reports throughout the next couple of hours. In Louisiana red snapper news, well, we still got a little way to go. Uh, I didn't think we would make it till December and still have the season open, but yet it is. I'll have the numbers for you coming up. In Louisiana duck hunting news, well, after 48 years, Louisiana has a new world champion caller. We'll talk about that. And in Louisiana deer news, we had a 14-point doe. Yeah, you heard me right, a 14-point doe uh, killed in Mississippi by a Louisiana hunter. You can Google that and get a get a picture of it if you'd like. Also, going to tell you about some emergency regulation changes for you hunters in North Louisiana. Uh, that is due to uh, the close proximity of chronic wasting disease, not not far from the Louisiana Arkansas border. State is taking some uh, measures to prevent the spread. Also, Louisiana speckled trout news. Well, yet again, the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries has chosen to delay recommending any changes to the size and bag limits, this time till October 22nd. So keep on keeping on as far as your speckled trout regulations. We're also going to continue with some Christmas gift ideas for the paddling sportsmen on your list. We'll get that from Captain Eric Mohabarak, Louisiana Kayak Company, along with his fishing report. And we'll have the story of a new Iberia man who demonstrated his proficiency as a wing shooter, but his math skills... Not so much. He's our bad boy, the outdoor story of the day. Also, asking you to text us what's your favorite fishing song? A song that's got fishing mentioned or related in it. We'd love to hear from you along with your reports, your comments, your questions. You can text them directly here to the studio. 504 is the number. 504 Also, the coastal marine forecast from the National Weather Service. If you're headed out, be careful. It's going to be some fog in some areas early. We've had it pretty much all week, but it lifts off pretty early. Uh, exercise some caution. If you got fog on the water, you're going to be headed out on. Maybe you might want to delay your trip a little bit. Offshore, we're looking at northeast winds, 5 to 10, 1 to 2 foot seas. When the fog clears, excellent chance to get out there and nail some of those red snapper that are available. Uh, Tomorrow it's going to be southeast 10 to 15 with about 2 to 4-foot seas but still fishable. On the interior lakes and bays, southeast winds 5 to 10, smooth conditions. You can't ask for much more than that in the month of December. Tomorrow, I'm going to pick up a little bit, 10 to 15, with a moderate chop. Lots of water rolling, 2.1, one of the largest tide ranges we've had. Mississippi River, lowest it's been in many years, 2.6, and holding steady. Stage is set. Good conditions for most, and we got a lot to talk about this morning. Get yourself a cup of coffee, and we'll be right back after this quick three-minute pause with The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.
2: And it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood this morning along the great Gulf Coast. Time to get out there and do some of that uh, late season fishing and hunting. And to help you do that, we employ a staff of professional marina operators, charter captains, and just doggone good fishermen to help you do that. Robbie Campo is one of them. He's down there at Shell Beach in St. Bernard Parish. And, Robbie, we have got some beautiful conditions this morning. What's the fishing been like?
3: I, you know, Don. This week, man, you just couldn't ask for be- any better fishing than we had around here this week. I tell you, I saw more boxes of fish come across the dock. It, you know, it it was just absolutely spectacular. Uh, uh, you know, and, and everywhere it was just you know not just up the channel or going towards the wall or it was you know it was you know but up the channel was good. Don't get me wrong, Lake Barn was on fire, man, on the eastern shoreline of Lake Barn. Uh, over in Lena Lagoon was good um you know back up in that Biloxi Marsh over uh by stump Lagoon and Peach Lagoon, and cut off back there and um, you know heading further out uh, you know over lake Eugene over the oyster reefs, and you know these guys are starting to learn how to fish these oyster reefs a little bit, and uh you know coming back around to the back side of the dam uh man, we just had a phenomenal week um you know and yesterday was uh both speckled trout and redfish so I mean, you know, and if you wanna fish locally, like, you know, right up around here, not within the eyesight of the marina, you know, there's plenty of bass, uh, back up in Saint Marlowe. There's plenty you got plenty to do, man. You got plenty of catfish back there in those deep holes. So, um freshwater cats if you wanna do that. So I mean, there's no reason for you not to you know, to stay home. Get your head out the bed and come on down here, hook the left and come on down and see us because you're not gonna find the fishing conditions any better than it is right now. Now, the only thing we do have is, you know, is, uh, well, the water's not really, really low right now, but it's going to continue to fall all day. It's probably going to drop out, you know, that, that two feet or better uh, here at Shell Beach, and that marsh is going to be a little bit tricky to run around in, so there's no where you're going with that, um, you know, and I tell you, Don, I'm telling you, the fishing was just phenomenal this past week. Uh, you know, yesterday was just explosive, so I don't you know, there's no reason for you to stay home. Come on down and see us. We got plenty of live shrimp. Uh, you know, we'll make it happen for you. Well, we're gonna get you in the water. You gotta go make it happen. But we're gonna make we're gonna make your day started. Get you well, started. If you
2: can't catch if you can't catch fish in these conditions, maybe you want to might want to think of golf or something else. Uh, Robbie, one question. I did hear from a couple of people that some of those little flying teeth showed up this week. You know, this is kind of some of the weather they like, particularly <laughs> that fog. You got any reports of gnats down there bothering people? Oh uh, well,
3: yeah, they weren't that bad, but you know, just one's bad enough. <laughs> yeah, <you're> right. <laughs> one drive. You're right. Look, just one drives me crazy. But you know, um, you, you would think you would think right now with these conditions here. You know, it's kind of damp outside. Um, yesterday it was a little bit foggy, a little hazy. You know, you would think that they would just been you know in full force, but no, it wasn't that bad. Uh, but yes, you know, for the ladies that's coming down here, wear leggings, don't wear short pants, because you know you're gonna get you're gonna get bit, and, and you know, our ladies that they get three or four bites, you'd swear that you know they, you know there was, a, there was the plague was about to carry you off. But <laughs> you know, <laughs> but uh, look, I'm the same way. Now I don't like them either. Don't get me wrong. But um, you know, Don, it, they weren't that bad. But yeah they're here but as we get into we get into winter here they're going to be you know we get these calm days before front they you know that's when they usually crank up
2: yeah I gotta take your precautions whatever you like uh you know some people like skin so soft you know i like you know some of the other ones that are out there. But, yeah, uh, Robbie, what like about Amber duck? Romance, Amber romance <laughs> is one of my favorites, yeah. In fact, i got something <laughs> new coming out I want to try. There's always new stuff coming out for gnats. Robbie, what about your duck hunters? You're sitting right there on the, the corner of the, the wildlife refuge, the wildlife management area uh, down there, you know, Biloxi Marsh. Are uh, you hearing anything from um, the duck hunters at all? They, is it they were, slow?
3: I, I'll tell you, Dom, uh, there was a couple of ducks right, you know, on the eastern shoreline of Lake Barn. Yeah. Um, and and a lot of gray ducks in that area, but, uh, you know, you really don't have any weather to hunt them. The guys that went to hunt them yesterday, the water was so low, they couldn't get in some of those ponds. Mm. Now we do have more water this morning than we had yesterday. So I think today should be a little bit better of a day to, uh, if you, if you wanted to duck hunt, but again, you know, I'm, I mean, they didn't burn them up, but just, you know, it's just a, you know, if they kill five or six, it's you know I, I guess that's a great hunt, but you really don't have any kind of weather conditions to fish. Uh, to fish, um, I mean to go hunting ducks. You know, this is not this is not duck hunting weather. You know, right. you know, just not really good duck hunting weather yet.
2: Well, it's not bad even just to sit out there and enjoy it, get a couple of shots, and then put the fishing pole to work later in the morning. Robbie, great report. Glad things are popping down there. We deserve it, man. We finally got us a decent winter. Got good tide range out there. Hope everybody catches a lot of fish. And uh, How's the fog situation? Any early fog down there this morning?
3: No. Well, actually, it's clear as a bell down here this morning. We didn't have, uh, you know, yesterday we had a little bit of fog, and, and my phone said a dense fog advisory this morning, but... I don't see it yet, but uh, I mean, I'm not saying that it can't happen. But you know, it's, but it's not yet.
2: Yeah, just keep it on in mind, Robbie. Thanks for the report, my friend. We'll see you. We'll talk to you next week. Take care. Uh, all right, buddy. Talk to you later. Bye bye. Right, Robbie Campo, Campo's Marina in Shell Beach, and we got some of your text messages coming in. Uh the early worm catches the bird. I don't know. The worm is the first one. He's a, he's one of our regulars. Thanks for your text. We got Justin in the Refuge. Hyperactive wildlife, he says, man. The birds and squirrels are moving around. Uh, we got the Mad Trucker checking in. Uh we got uh, Brett the Puldoo galata said, Boy, they got a lot of boats going out. Uh someone says uh oh his favorite fishing songs. Fishing in the Dark by the Nitty Gritty Dirk Band. The Taj Mahal song that you, you play called Fish and Blues, yep, and another one misses, good old Captain Tofield Bourgeois' theme song, which was a Louisiana Man. Maybe Doug can dig that up and we'll hear a little bit of a Louisiana Man. I'd like to hear some of that myself. What's your favorite fishing song? Text it to us, 504-260-1870. We'll be back with more of your texts, more reports, and that stuff you and I just love to talk about every Saturday morning. We do it on the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network.
4: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
2: All right, welcome back in on a beautiful Saturday morning. We're asking you, what is your favorite fishing song, a fishing-related song, a tune? Text it to us, 504-260-1870. Uh, you can also check in with some fishing reports or hunting reports of your own, your questions, your comments. We welcome it here directly into the studio. All right, I got a few things I wanted to mention to you. Uh, Red Snapper, we talked a little bit about that. Through November 21st, we had reached 88% of our annual quota, That total allocation was 816,000 pounds. We got about 12% less as of the 21st, and with these good days, I'm sure there's been a a nice chunk of that taken, so I don't expect it will last too much longer. In fact, any day we could be looking for it to be shut down, but right now you're good to go, and remember, it's uh, seven days a week right now during this extended season, and it's four fish per person instead of two, better than the regular season. Also, deer news, uh, chronic wasting disease, CWD, which is fatal to deer, we've talked about this for a couple of years on the program now, it has been found in a a two-and-a-half-year-old doe whitetail deer in Union County, Arkansas. That's only seven-and-a-half miles north of the Louisiana border. So in response to this detection, uh, the Louisiana Wildlife and Fisheries Commission voted at their meeting this week to implement an emergency declaration to ban feeding and baiting in Morehouse and Union parishes. That is set to begin on Monday. So if you hunt up in those areas, uh, you've got to pick up the feeders. Do not put any feeders in Morehouse or Union Parish. This is an attempt to keep chronic wasting disease, and we've been very fortunate in Louisiana. It's popped up in neighboring states, but so far, nothing in Louisiana. Uh, we also have that speckled trout news for you. The Louisiana Wildlife and Fisheries Commission voted to delay their decision on the spotted sea trout management changes until October of 2022. Why? Well, it's very involved, <laughs> very long story, but a lot of the fishermen have participated in public hearings and the online surveys about choices and preferences. The department has done an awful lot of studies and research on the population, and the best they've come up with is... Uh, we think there's some management changes needed, but not now. We will do that come October. So continue with your current 12-inch minimum length size. You can keep 25 a day, except in the those defined areas of Cameron and Calcasieu Parish, where there is a 15-fish limit. All right, let me get to some of your text messages here. Let's see, we've got... Uh, Gary in Lockport, no specific song, but he enjoys listening to Swamp Pop when he's fishing. Uh, our backstrap stacker, his favorite fishing song is The Old Man and Me by J.J. Cale. Well, I've got a favorite fishing song. Let me see if somebody agrees with me. I'll let you know what that is before we sign off here. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, a public service announcement in Intracoastal City, east side of Leland Bowman Locks, next to the set of old locks, a manatee was seen in the area yesterday, Avoid or operate vessels with caution. The Department of Wildlife and Fisheries was notified uh, just to leave it alone. That's from Scott, the operator at USACE. Well, thanks for that little tip, and I'll tell you what, that's kind of a treat if you get to see a a manatee. I've seen several of them. Uh, They generally come into the Lake Bourne, Lake Pontchartrain area, and other areas of southeast Louisiana. During this time of the year, they leave from Florida, and they'll come over here, and uh, you know they're they basically browsers. they're like they call them sea cows because they're very reminiscent of a but a cross between a walrus and a sea cow and a and a cow. All right, here's one, uh, Frankie D. Hey, Frankie, the, I call him the champion fisherman of the Tick Farm, but he's hadn't been doing well since Hurricane Ida, but it'll come back. Frankie D. Come on down to my boat, the Fisherman's Daughter song. Yeah, that is a good one. Uh, here's one, uh, Doctor John's rendition of Duke Ellington's tune. I'm going to go fishing. That's uh, from Michael listening to us in Lafayette. Uh, Here's an all-time favorite. A country boy can survive. Thank you for that one. All right, we're hearing from Delacro Red this morning. Uh, Where you been, Delacro Red? Hadn't heard from you in a while. He's headed to Sweetwater, gone fishing with his partner, looking for a quick uh, limit of trout down there in Delacro. Hope you get them. We got Ed Miller down in uh, Wilmer, Alabama. One of our Alabama listeners working on the wing bone turkey calls this morning. You know, I've, I've got a few of those, but I, I, I've never used one actually to hunt turkey. I think I'm gonna put that on my turkey hunting list of things to do this year, is to use a wing bone to call in a turkey. Ed, uh, thanks for checking in. Ed, we appreciate it. All right, we got the the backstrap checker with a, a stacker checking in from Mobile. Uh, give him the deal. Giving the deer a real, I guess, break this weekend. Headed out to rip some lips, so he's going fishing. Y'all have a good one. All right, well, thank you for that. All right, you got a, a favorite fishing song or a report or something you'd like to pass along to our listeners, 504-260-1870. Let's see, we got uh, one of the best fishing song is Gone Fishing by Leonard Skinner. That's from Pinball in Morero. Uh, let's see, Marshman, oh, okay, uh, good morning, Marshman Masson, it's gonna be at Academy Covington from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., looking for perfect gifts for fishermen this Christmas, uh, let Todd the Marshman help you, yeah, go say hello to, to Todd, he'll be at the Academy Covington store from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., uh, giving you some gift suggestions, speaking of gift suggestions, we got... Eric Mohabarak, he's going to continue. He gave us some a couple weeks ago. We assigned him a duty to look up some good uh, paddler uh, fishing gifts, and he's done a good job on it. We'll cover some more of those for you a little bit later on. We have LT listening to us in Lafitte. Favorite fishing song is Beta Hook by Justin Moore. All right, we'll be back to talk about some more of your favorite fishing songs on a beautiful Saturday morning. We've got fishing reports coming from Mitch Jurasic down at Delta Marina. Also, Darrell Carpenter with his Bring Back Grand Isle report. Mike Gallo is going to join us with his Born on the Bayou and lots of others. We'll be back with it right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, I want to thank uh, our producer, uh, Doug, for getting us a copy of that. The Louisiana Man brought back memories of Tofield Bourgeois. It was intro music for Captain Tofield each and every week, and boy, it really fit him well. The Louisiana Man, a great song. Uh, I got some more songs being texted in by you, the listeners. We're asking you to do that this morning. Our text message number, if you're just getting tuned in, is 504 260 1870. Here's one says, Good morning, my favorite fishing song is Gone Fishing by Bing Crosby and Louis Armstrong. And i got to tell you, that may not be my favorite, but it's in the top five. Great, great song. Uh, Chip uh, from Wilmer. Is that Wilmer, Louisiana? Or Wilmer? Oh, no, I see your phone. Now. That's at Wilmer, Alabama. Uh, his favorite is Five Pound Bass, uh, Robert Earl Keene. He's headed to the camp for a dog drive. Now, go get him, man. Beautiful day to do it. And another one says the favorite song is The Fishing Hole, commonly known as as the Andy Griffith Show theme song. We play that here. That's another great one, going down to the fishing hole. All right, we come back. i got some more. I'd love to hear yours, 504-260-1870. Fishing reports coming up on a great fishing day. We'll be back to do it right after we pause 10 seconds for our local stations to identify themselves on the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, continuing with our favorite fishing songs, LT and Lafitte's checking in. Says his favorite fishing song is Beta Hook, by Justin Moore. Uh, Let's see. we got uh, another one, uh, another vote for uh, I'm Going Fishing by Charlie Daniels. That's an extra vote for that one. We'd love to hear yours if you want to send it to us. That's 504-260-1870. You know, we had something uh, happen in week that has not happened in 48 years. For the first time since 1953, we had a Louisianian win the World Championship Duck Calling Contest, which I heard each year in Stuttgart, Arkansas. Uh, we want to congratulate this morning Hayden Richard of ERATH. This is his fourth time trying since 2017. Uh, he outcalled 55 other competitors to win the 86 championship. Uh, best he had done up until that point was 10th. He did that back in 2018 when asked what was the, the, the I guess you'd say the thing that put him over the top was perseverance and determination from the frustration and futilities of his early years. Uh, he said he started calling back uh, in '10, a long time ago. He said he had a rough start, couldn't qualify to save his life. He went for three years, couldn't get it, so he quit. But he came back with a, a better mentality and a whole renewed attitude and Uh, He went in and he had a lot of losses, but he had some victories, and finally he has uh, emerged as the champion. Uh, The last calling champion, by the way, uh, that we had in Louisiana was a man by the name of Fred Parnell, and I knew Fred. Fred has passed on. Uh, He was the owner of a sporting goods store in Baton Rouge. Uh, It's very difficult for anyone from outside the state of Arkansas to win that calling competition. I guess you'd call it a, a duck call and home field advantage, uh, from people who have competed, particularly a friend of mine, Mike Smith, Louisiana Duck Hunts, he's a guide now. He, he has won our Louisiana State Calling Championship five times. He served as a judge, but never made it to the world championship title. And it's because the judges generally lean towards uh, a high ball mallard call that is used in Arkansas when you're calling in the flooded timber. Uh, our kind of... Uh, raspy cranky i guess call that you do in the marsh which really is a a duck killing call in louisiana it just doesn't doesn't sell real well and we're going to try to uh, do a, a buy you wild tv feature with hayden richard and get him to do a demonstration and and you know i'd like to personally ask him what was it that finally put a louisiana hunter a duck caller that is over the over the top and he's not just a a good guy on the call. He's a, he's a professional guide. He does hunt some up in Arkansas. He guides up there for geese and ducks, and he's also got a duck hunting operation. I think they have five blinds down in Gaydon. So congratulations, Hayden Richard, Erath, Louisiana, uh, first winner of the World Duck Calling Championship by a Louisiana caller since Fred Parnell did it way back in 1953. Uh, by the way, he uses if you're interested. Uh, a call that's made by uh, Rice Land Calls in Hayes, Louisiana. Same call that um, Roland Cortez used. I hunted with him last year for speckle bellies. Uh, very popular calls. Uh, Bill Daniels is the maker of those calls. So, again, congratulations to him. And uh, hopefully this will start uh, getting more and more Louisiana to, to win, bring home a, a national duck calling championship. All right, we come back after this. We're headed down to Delta Marina, going to be a busy place, I got a feeling this morning, down in Plaquemines Parish, and we'll get a fishing report with Miss Juricich. Right after this time out, you are listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, beautiful conditions this week to get out and do some fishing, whether it's freshwater or saltwater. One of the places I'm sure has been producing some great fishing is out of the Delta Marina. We go there now and talk to Mitch Juricic and Mitch. How's the fishing been there this week? And boy, but more importantly, what's it look like for today and tomorrow?
6: Well, I tell you what, Don, the fishing has still been great. The speckled trout, for some reason, the size has really increased. Uh, you know, these catches, these, these catches of fish they're bringing in have been beautiful uh you know we're getting some two two to four pound trout coming in which is really great uh you know people are just loving it uh you know we have some some low tide conditions in the morning but as the tide starts raising people are really really getting on the fish and uh and now we're seeing a lot more redfish and everything else you know it's getting to be a good mixed bag sheephead Redfish and speckled trout are being caught pretty, pretty consistently, and the weather's just really been, been absolutely great. Uh, you couldn't find a ripple on the water yesterday, you know, late morning, early afternoon. It was just slick calm, and the fog lifted fairly early yesterday. And this morning we're actually kind of fog free for right now. But I did look at the radar a while ago because I've been feeling a few sprinkles and we got some kind of little rain rain situation fixing across us in the next couple of hours. So I don't know where it's coming from. I think there's a little low or something moving across the, the Gulf right here. But it uh, looks like once that clears out, we'll be back in the clear again and right about time for the fish to bite. Cause uh, you know, early morning has been a little sluggish, but as the afternoon goes on, you know, it picks up and it's really working out great because the duck hunters are and the guides are doing a lot of blasting casts, so they get to do their duck hunt in the morning and uh wind up getting their fishing in the afternoon so it's it's kind of working out good. The only sad thing is the tide's so low some of these duck hunters are not having too much luck and the reports coming from that way too are that the birds have kind of kind of moved on you know we the cooler weather's moved on, and it seems like so have the birds.
2: Yeah, well, we need another system, and I think they're coming, and we've still got two more splits to go, and it's gonna we're going to have a little bit of a two-week rest in between, and I guess you'd say we can reload the marsh with those ducks. Uh, you know, Mitch, I, I saw some beautiful pictures of some really nice red snapper. Do you have any fishermen that leave out of your marine or is it further down where all the snapper fishermen No,
6: No, sir. We have a lot of snapper fishermen uh, going out. Uh, you know, West Delta right there still traditional. You know, great snapper fishing, and we we really right there. You know, uh, eight mile run down the Empire Channel, and you're in the Gulf. You know, another ten miles, and you're you're out there catching snapper. Another good thing right now is the cobia are still around. Uh, we had a guy yesterday. Him and his wife they caught a cobia. It looked like it weighs. You know, we didn't weigh it, but it had to be close to sixty pounds. And they were just thrilled to death. I mean, that made their whole trip. Along with the limit of snapper. But the Cobia was a plus. But I've had uh, quite a few people catching their limit of Cobia. Still got a few Pompano coming in. And and the Red Snapper, yes, we're just going through, you know, we're selling a lot of bait. We have a really good supply of, of pogies that we get from, from a local crab uh, dealer. And they're really nice pogies. They, they're firm, they're big, and they hold up well on the hook. And we've been going through that bait like crazy. I'm just so pleased that the state, you know, has put up the, you know, that we have these extra days, this extra limit, because people are really taking advantage of it. I know we're getting very close to the quota. I don't know if we'll make the end of the year or not, but but we do get a lot of offshore fishermen come through. And, uh, and you know, people, more and more people are starting to realize, hey, you know, you can also reach the Gulf from Empire just like you can from any other port along the coast, you know.
2: Yeah, you know, and the, the reason why we get to fish those extra snapper, you can congratulate the state for the La Creole program. I mean, it was taken pretty much out of the hands of the feds. They still oversee it, but with much more state input. And because of that, We've got more quotas, longer seasons, and people can get out there and really take advantage of what has. we've actually known that there's been an overabundance of red snapper, at least more than what the feds ever estimated was out there. Uh, Mitch, before you go, what's uh, what's on the menu good at the Ponderosa restaurant for the fishermen that are going to come back in a little bit later on and maybe want to watch that big SEC conference championship game and get a great bite to eat around late afternoon?
6: Man, let me tell you, of course, uh, these last couple weeks of cool weather that we just went through, those, those oysters really—they they, that did the trick. They are now plump, salty, you know, really, really good. They're they're, they're getting their prime. They're hitting their prime a little early, and that's really great. Uh, of course, you know the raw char but the crab cake pasta is a big hit. I mean, if you, well, our crab cakes are handmade, and pretty much every bite you're getting a good, good bite of lump crab meat. We don't have a whole lot of filler in there and, and that's really turning into one of our best sellers. You know, we do have along with the seafood, we do have our steaks, which uh which man, my chef is really, really doing a hell of a job with those steaks and everything. He's it's really it's really picking up. I don't think anything on the menu will disappoint you, but if you're in town you might want to try a crab cake or at least a crab cake pasta, you know, with it. I mean it's just it's just dynamic. I mean it's really really doing well. And, and as I said, those oysters are really, really right now. I mean, we're getting a lot of people come in. In fact, they're, they're working me so hard, it's hard for me to get up in the morning to try to get down to the Marine and, and do the bait job, you know, because <laughs> uh, cause we get the restaurant kind of late at night. So good thing I got a real good staff that works for me. They kind of cover for me from time to time.
2: Yeah, that's very hard these days too. Well, Mitch, we're going to let you run, get back to to getting some bait and taking care of customers. Thanks so much for that report. What's the hours on the, the restaurant? What time do you open the restaurant up?
6: We open from 11 to 9 Thursday through Saturday and from 11 to 6 on Sundays. But, Don, I also want to pass on, we also have another big event this weekend down here. We have the Blackmans Parish Fair in Orange Festival, I forgot about that. Yeah, people. yeah. Right. It's going to actually bring some extra people down here. And, you know, we've been promoting it real hard at the marina to tell people, you know, come fishing in the morning and go enjoy the festivities at Historic Fort Jackson in the afternoon because we really through. We're really going to have a beautiful weekend ahead. And, and it's really a fun time. For people who've been away from it for a while, come on down because – you know, it's just something, you know, it, his Fort Jackson itself is just a beautiful place. And uh, and to miss out on just that tour, you know, is, is one thing. But just to come down and enjoy those festivities with us and take in a little bit of what Plaquemines has to offer down here.
2: Yeah, you know, it's a historic place at Fort Jackson, a lot of history there. But one of the best-kept secrets is that Louisiana orange. You know, uh, some of my family was had orange groves down there for years and years and a packing plant. When people in this country think of oranges, they think of Florida and they think of California. But let me tell you, a good Louisiana naval orange, you know, it's, it's tough to beat that guy, I'll tell you.
6: Second to none, Don. We know that. We grew up down here, and we know that. That's what a lot of people do come to pick up there their oranges on the way home because all these stands will be will be loaded up they'll be waiting for the people to head on back home and you know from today's festivities and they'll load up on their oranges it's really really a big event for our parish you know we're excited about it and uh, especially excited we got a really good king that's a a local favorite around here Dave Satanovich he's he's reigning over he's He's reigning over the festival this year. He's very well known throughout the parish, him and his queen, Annabelle Piku. They're going to have a really great time at the fort down here this weekend. And, you know, just tell everybody, come on down if you get a chance. It's, it's a short drive. It's not far, and it'll be well worth it.
2: A lot of fun. Thanks, Mitch. We'll see you next time, my friend. Thank you, Don. Have a good one. All right, Mitch Juris is down at Delta Marina, and, uh, we Stop down there and check out some of those oranges and oysters. What a combination that is. All right, coming back after this, Darrell Carpenter checking in on the latest and rebuilding Grand Isle. Back with his report right after this. And the Grand Isle on the remake uh, after Hurricane Ida. Daryl Carpenter updates us weekly. And Daryl, you know, getting water and power restored and infrastructure, road clearing, all the things that go on, not to mention people rebuilding their camps and homes down there. Um, You know, it's not so bad. You don't miss things when the weather's not the greatest. But boy, on days like these, it hurts when you can't get out there and fish. How's things
5: going? uh don I, it's it's really making it's making some strides and I, I think you're starting to see the end of the you know the, the the cleanup phase is starting to taper off and and you're right i mean the the trailers loaded with lumber the roofers and everything else that have been coming in here it's it's really it's really um encouraging to see that this many people are building back this quick so um you know i, I think we're going to start on the rebuilding phase i think it's going to be long there, there'll there be some cleanup still to come. Those folks that didn't have insurance, these, you know, a lot of houses. I think I heard a count of like 600 houses that need to be wrecked. Um, you know, so that's going to go on for into next spring, but it's encouraging that the ones that have been able to make strides look like they're doing it very, very quickly and very well.
2: And, Darrell, what about people that are managing to get out there and fish? Fish on the front, fish in the back,
5: fish everywhere. <laughs> What's going on? No, it's been more in the back. Now, of course, earlier this week, we lost some tide. You know, the tide movement got got lighter. So all those redfish we were seeing and all those redfish we were catching kind of slowed down a little bit because they just weren't moving as well. The side of the road, you know, the side of Highway 1 is always better. The rougher the weather, the better that fishing is. So when that weather got good, that catch kind of tempered off a little bit. But the reports that I am hearing is mirroring what Mitch was saying. Anything in that in that lower marsh in that you know that it, it's like they're still hung up in that transitional phase. The fish aren't really here on the beach or on front real good. Of course, the red sniper, Lord, I bet you I saw a dozen offshore boats come rolling in here yesterday. So, well, if this rain ever gets out of here, uh, I got a feeling a lot of people are planning on hitting the water this weekend. Saw a lot of um, a lot of boats on the water this week, but the speckled trout seem to be in. They seem to be hung up in that mid-transitional thing. A lot of people are catching trout, and it's not way up in the marsh. My guys from the feed are telling me they're starting to catch trout up there too. But the good, the big trout, the ones like what you heard Mitch talking about, seem to be hung up in that lower marsh, that Myrtle Grove area, you know, the upper area Bay system. And people have been doing very, very well.
2: All right, Darrell, anything else you can tell us before we wrap up?
5: I, I just I don't know what's wrong with your audience. I mean, how can you spend a day fishing on the water with, with the kids and not think of Trace Atkins? She thinks we're just fishing.
2: <laughs> you know what? You took the words right out of my mouth. That's my favorite. And also I had another an old dog from the Bayou Coast. Ka- that was his favorite. Yeah, if you haven't heard that, uh, look it up on Amazon or, or, or Google and, and take a listen to Trace Atkins. She and, thinks we're just fishing. Got a great and, message and, and in that song.
5: Just- And when it's just me, Kenny Chasney, the old blue chair. (laughs) I got you. Good memories. Darrell, thanks so
2: much for updating us, and uh, we're going to talk more fishing as we get into the coming weeks and less rebuilding, hopefully, down there in Grand Isle.
5: You got it, Don. Y'all have a great day. You
2: too. Darrell Carpenter. And, by the way, Darrell's voice sounded a lot better. Somebody told me this morning that my voice has never sounded better. I don't know about that, but it's – Sure glad it's back. Hey, all right, we got another hour to go right after the top of the hour break, and uh, we're going to be telling you a story of a guy from New Iberia. Boy, he's a pretty good shot, but uh, his arithmetic is uh, lacking there. We'll tell you his story. That's our bad boy. Eric Muhabarak's got a paddler's report for you and some gift ideas for the paddler on your list. Ryan Lambert and Kirk Stansel. We're going to catch them hopefully in the duck blinds as we wrap up the first of three splits here in Louisiana. Also, your text messages, your favorite fishing song of all time. Text it to me, 504-260-1870. We also welcome your reports, your comments, your questions. It's what we do every Saturday morning, 5 to 7, on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe.